you gonna stay podcast. awake? So now I'm gonna be awake yep. for like an hour, and then, and then you're gonna be tired good. tomorrow morning. Yep. Uh, no, you won't, because you're gonna be awake. Because we are live. That doesn't make any sense. But okay, this is the Media Book Podcast. Yeah. It's August, guys. Oh shit, it's we August made it. The third, twenty sixteen. We made it. I, I don't know what to. I don't know what we made it to. Suicide to Squad. I guess. Yeah, we made it through <laughs> through summer. There's still summer well, sixteen oh, there's left. Still, yes. There's still some time left. People are not in school yet. Summer sixteen. Uh, so did you hear this? I, you may have had, may have had this in your new, uh, music news. Speaking of summer sixteen, this reminded me about that. There's apparently going to be a Kanye Drake collab album, and I could not be any more excited for this. No, I do not have that in my news. Okay, well, well we just said it now. Okay. Anyways, we'll get to that. So there's your Kanye news for uh, the. For sorry, the, I just I just thought heard that a couple of mornings ago, and I was like, that sounds either like it's going to be the worst thing in the world or the best thing in the world, and I don't know which we'll get. Because I don't know if we're going to get good Drake or bad Drake, or good Kanye or bad Kanye. What if we get good Drake and bad Kanye, or or good Kanye and bad Drake? I don't know how to take any of this. And how what's the odds on future having a, uh, a verse on a song? Um, <laughs> or I'll does let you future know, and designer show up on the same song, and you can't tell who's who? Yes. Wait, Kanye already did that, but still. Oh, he did that? Yeah, there's a song on Life of Pablo that Designer has a bit in it, and Future has a bit in it, and I can't tell the difference. Anyways. Anyways! <laughs> That's our music news. Oh, we'll get back to music later, but movies is usually what yes. we start with. We usually start with movies. Let's do that. Let's do that. There's a box office shake-up this week. Yep, uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Came into the box office. Actually, we're going to talk about Matt Damon later. No, uh, no, we're not doing yes. anything to Matt Damon. We're just talking about him. Uh, <laughs> did we talk about... I don't know if we talked about this last week. I don't know. You tell me. About uh, Matt Damon and the Great Wall? Yes, we did. I'm pretty sure we did. And it's... I, I was... I, I was asking you a question that you never answered. Okay, what, what was that? <laughs> I was asking... So you were saying that the argument... Were, I, we didn't even get into the argument because you never, never answered my question. What's the question? The question was... In the plot of this movie, why is Matt Damon saving China? Oh, okay. So I actually did research on that. There's a movie. So I actually did research on this. Matt Damon I should have an answer China. for you. I should have an answer for you. Okay, what's the answer? So um, Matt Damon is technically a mercenary, a uh, hit for hi- for hire hitman. Okay. Who travels to China and is paid by Chinese government. That's dumb. To enlist in war. That's dumb. This is and I, and I asked this last week, but I'm going to ask this again this week. And this is not based on a true story. Yes, this is not based on a true story. This is absolutely fictional. This is absolutely fictional. So somebody decide. And I'm guessing this person is probably not from China. You mean Legendary Pictures? <laughs> somebody wrote, thought that this idea was a good idea. Somebody thought that, like, oh, yeah, we're going to write this movie about how China is saved by a white dude mercenary. And this is totally not going to be a problem? No. Actually, <laughs> um, this script was written in China, in China, in, in, Chinese, in Chinese, in China, for Chinese Probably box office. Chinese. Okay. However, Legendary bought the script. Legendary, when it got sold to the Wanda Group, said, we'll make this movie joint with Chinese government 
and will get box office sensation Matt Damon to star in it. Because this is a business, Matt. This is a business. If you want Chinese movies, go to China and watch Chinese actors in Chinese markets. But that's not the point, though, is that what that... Okay, there's two layers here that, that, that I have a problem with. One, there's no reason why there should be a white dude in that role. I understand it's a mercenaries. Mercenaries exist. I get that. But isn't that sending a strange message? Basically like, oh, look who saves the entire country. This white dude. Uh, we don't know. We don't know what happens. I'm assuming that that's the case. We're assuming, but that might not be the case. Okay. Fair enough, I guess. So, I guess, best case scenario, he's, like, in best the movie. Best case scenario, yes, he's in the movie. But he's not, the like, the commander. He's just kind of like, I don't know, I'm here. Uh, we're fighting, and ultimately, maybe the climax, he's maybe, not the one who saves Maybe the he's there because he's seen what's on the other side of the wall and gives them information on how to kill said enemies. So the sec- that's the first point. So, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I don't know how the plot goes down. Right. It could be very true. The second point here is there is no... I don't think that there is an argument that you could say that internationally, like if you were to take the entire world market, that Matt Damon, one, is as big as we think he is, even though, yes... Jason Bourne is number one this week, and I know that you were going to say that. I was just about to jump on that, yes. Sentence. Also, but but I don't know, couldn't they have cast a Chinese actor, or a Chinese-American actor at least? Name me a Chinese-American actor that can build, pull in as much... I, I was thinking Jackie Chan too, but he's probably he's, a little he's too, too old for the part. He's too old for the part. I'm just saying, I, I obviously can't, I, I, yes, honestly, I cannot come up with one off the top of my, my head. That being said, it's, it's awkward. It's awkward. And it's like, there's no real reason why. Like I said, if it was based on a true story, sure. If there was an actual mercenary who was involved in some sort of thing and he saved the day, sure, that's fine. But if this is not based on a real story, it's like, I just, I can't, I can't. So, I'm putting all everything you said aside, <laughs> I'm putting it in a little box, Okay. and stamping, because it's a business, I right on the box of it's it. it's a business, but also film is art, and also, and everything, even if it is created Then I will give you some Akira Kurosawa <laughs> movies so you can go watch, and have your, your all-Chinese samurai movie, China. <laughs> I feel like we're having a, having a Siskel and Ebert moment right now. <laughs> yes, I know exactly what I said. <laughs> Anyways... No, it's like, but the, I'm just saying that whenever you create something, whether it's for a business or not, you create a video game, you create a piece of music, you create a film, you create a television show, that is a statement you're putting out there to the culture. That's something that you're saying, okay, this has a part of me in it. And my concern here is that this is saying, oh, look, the, the Chinese cannot, cannot fight for themselves, essentially. And that's a weird thing that this is a Chinese-fronted studio with you know like before a movie designed for the Chinese market I just I'm trying to wrap my that's the thing though it's not designed for the Chinese market it's It's designed designed for for an international international market market. I know it's just I 
How about this? I wish I lived in a world where we didn't have to bring Matt Damon to this movie. Um, what I'm saying. I don't know because <laughs> yes. Matt Damon by himself can pull in sixty million. I know he can in in the U.S. box office. Yes, I guess by himself. I underestimated the popularity of Bourne, uh, the Bourne franchise. I guess this goes to show you how much of a disappointment that uh, Jeremy Renner one was. Huh? Yes, because then I have Matt Damon, <laughs> international Matt superstar, international Matt Damon, superstar Matt Damon. Yes, sure. Yes, international superstar. Matt Damon. Fine, we can table this for now. That, that's the last thing I'm going to say about it is that I wish we lived in a world where we didn't have to. It's basically my feelings about it. Okay, Matt. Okay, let's put it this way. Have you seen... I said we'll table this! Have you seen The Monkey King? No. Have you seen The Monkey King Part 2? No. Have you seen The Monkey King Part 3? No. Have you seen The Dolphin? Or what's it called? Il Dolphin, I think is what it's officially called. <laughs> no. What is your point? Yes. No. The reason I bring this up is because the movies I just said okay. are in our Chinese box office hits okay. that bombed in America okay. because they feature all Chinese casts. Okay. I, uh, we're arguing about two different things. I'm exactly. Yes, we're arguing about two different things. I don't care that it's a business. I don't the care. Mermaid. Ray Yuen. Overseas. Yes. Sure. I get your point. But what I'm saying is that that doesn't change my mind. It's, I understand. It is number seventh worldwide. Yes. Overseas is where it's making all of its money. I 99.4. I understand, but if we're you, arguing two different things. I know, I'm arguing business. This is a yes, business. I don't care that it's if a business. If you want the artwork, if you want the art, go to your art house movie theater. If you want international box office, you're going to get Matt Damon. You're going to get George Clooney. You're going to get Johnny Depp. Okay. You're going to get Emma Stone looking like an agent in Aloha. <laughs> not, even, not even looking. No. no. She's incapable of that. No, I get what you're saying. I understand. I hear you. You just wish it wasn't so. I just wish that wasn't the case. Because okay. that's all I'm saying. And so that's why I'm going to use this podcast this platform to say that I think that that should change. That's all I'm saying. If you want that to change, you have to say it with your dollars. Or if you that want you that don't to have. change, the studios have to embrace writers, directors, and actors of all sorts of cultures. They have tried that. They're trying. They're trying. It's getting better. It's getting better behind the camera. Right. But not it necessarily is. in front. But hey, we have time, and I'm optimistic that things can still change. That's, what I'm, that's all I'm saying, is I'm optimistic, and the more that we talk about it, the more that we have a conversation about it, the more people will take notice, and the more things will change. That's why it's changed at all in the first place, because people are talking about it. Anyways, we can move on. Okay, let's move on, because Jason, Jason Bourne, Bourne yes. uh, $60 million. International superstar. <laughs> Back to the office. International superstar, Matt Damon. Matt Damon, $60 million domestically, okay. $50 million internationally in select markets. Right. That is why Matt Damon is in that movie. I don't think that's exactly why Matt Damon is in that movie, but yes. yes. He made a lot of money this week. Yes, Matt Damon made the money. Yes. Uh, number two was Star Trek with $24 million, eh, okay. which 
it, it doesn't sound too bad, but that is a 60% drop. Yeah. Yeah, that thing got sliced. Yeah, well, you know, I think Jason Bourne ate into a lot of its uh, screens. Oh, yeah, it's going to eat a lot to yeah. it this week again with Suicide Squad. What's up with the bad scheduling this summer? I don't know. I feel like all these movies were sent to die. Yeah. And I don't understand why. Is it just because they didn't think that the successes would be as successful? I mean, I could probably see, like, Oh, yeah, let's put out Star Trek. Oh, Jason Bourne comes out the next week. Yeah, Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne, that's an old, old franchise. Right, no one's gonna watch surprise. It. But apparently everybody was freaking waiting for this thing. I was yes. reading a thing where it's like the reason why they even brought back Matt Damon was because of fan like fan comments. Yes. It's like, oh, bring back Matt Damon. Bring back Matt Damon for this. Apparently people love those first couple George, uh, Jason Bourne movies. Yeah. They're uh, great. I, I mean, Hulk Greengrass does a great job directing it. Yes and no. I re- I like the concept of the movies. I think a lot of those movies are. But I just, I can't focus in the fight You can't scenes. do the fight scenes. I can't do the fight scenes. It's just, I, it's blurry. Everything moves too fast. I can't, I don't know where anybody is. Except for Matt Damon. Well, not maybe not even Matt Damon sometimes. No, no, that's it. Matt Damon knows where he's at. Well, he's and that's why he's moving so fast that you're like, huh, just, what? Like, I'm just but like, he's brought that, across that scene. And that Jason throws me out of, boom. That throws Done. me out of the movie, though. It's like, I just can't enjoy that. It's an aesthetic yeah, I don't use like, of the camera I don't work. like it. I like, if, if you're going to do a fight scene, I want to be able to follow it. All right. <laughs> okay, well, well, we'll step back and let you uh, see everything that happened. Yes. While in the sunlight. Yes. Not while it's not raining. Okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. What else was uh, in our top five? Uh, number three was Newcomer, Bad Bombs. <laughs> bad Moms. Sex Bad Bombs. Sex Bad Bombs. Yes, uh, bad, well, that's a, this is a Mila Kunis movie right. uh, where bombs behave badly. Like, uh, Although, I'm not sure I get this trilogy of bad Santa, bad teacher, <laughs> bad bombs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I lost continuity there. All right, there might be some uh, lost translations right there. <laughs> lost in translation? Isn't this series too? It is. Weird. That's <laughs> Very strange. It's under a bad direction over here. Oh, uh, okay. Bad dog. Yes. Anyways, keep going. Um, that made $23 million. Okay. Um, budget of $20 million, so congratulations. They made their money you back. You made, made, made your money. You're going to make your money back. You did. Um, number four was The Secret Life of Pets. Still. Still. $18 million, 38% drop. Ugh. It's going to reach $300 million domestic, Matt. Gross. Yep. Gross. It's sitting right behind um, Batman Superman right now. Okay, sure. <laughs> Whatever. It might as well just beat it. <laughs> I don't even care at this point. <laughs> and number five, rounding out your top five, was Lights Out with another 10 million, a 50% drop. Okay. Okay, let's actually do the uh, next week's. Okay, so coming up this week, we have the much hotly anticipated by some. movie by some. <laughs> yes, by some. Yeah. Starring international superstar. <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Oh, God, this thing. Nine Lives comes out this week. Oh, God, that finally comes out? That finally comes out. Ew. Nine Lives. That looks terrible. I know it looks that terrible. Looks utterly terrible. So, I can't wait to see the, pe- the reviews come in for this. That's going to be great. Okay, Nine Lives, and then... Um, and then also we have uh, some little movie here called Suicide Squad. Yeah, I don't know about that one. All right. Know. All right, um, 
apparently, <laughs> the studio is predicting uh, 140 billion. No way. Opening. No way. No way in hell. Similar releases for August. Right now, the box office champ for August is Guardians of the Galaxy with 94 million. Yeah. No way in hell is it doing 140. Um, okay. So here, okay, here we go. Okay, I'm going to give you the facts here. Okay. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy opened in August to, uh, three years ago now, I guess? Yeah. Uh, 94 million. Okay. Top rated R movie for this year, Deadpool, 130 million. Right. Because we freaking fucked we, that up. Yeah, we did. All right. Uh, Suicide Squad, more pre-sold tickets uh, than Deadpool. Suicide Squad, PG-13. Damn it. Suicide Squad, end it. of summer. Suicide Squad, <laughs> these kids, teenage and high school, are still out of school Good. where they will see it midnight and over the weekend. Okay, okay, okay. This is our number one next week. Yes. Over under this 100. This has to be number Let's one. Let's do the over, un, over under 100. Uh, it's, oh, it's going to be over 100. Okay, so you're taking the over? I'll take the over at 100, yeah. 100? Or do we want to add that to 120? I say 120. 120 sounds probably better. Yeah. Oh, you're still taking the over? I don't know about that one. That's when I, That's why I put yeah. it up. I moved it up. Uh, that's that why means I it's a little more challenging for Yeah, us that's, to why do I, this. that's why I moved it up. Because even though they're predicting 140. There's no way. I sincerely doubt it will hit 140. Yeah, there's no way. No. Because even Deadpool didn't do 140. No. I don't care about pre sales. Like, pre-sales only tell you so much. Right. Uh, I mean... Do you want to do 110? No, no, no. Uh, I'm going to stick at 120. Okay. I just don't know if I want to go over or under. Well, I'm taking the under. So that means you have to take the over. You want to take the under? Yeah, I'm taking the under. 120? Yeah. Alright. So you're you're going to stick with the under, yep. even though yep. even yep. though Deadpool yep. opened to 130. Okay, we'll find out. You're, okay, you're I'm so not under concerned. 120. I'm not concerned. This, I just can't. I can't with good faith assume that it can happen again. So I'm just gonna go safe here. All right. Hey, uh, right, we're looking for Suicide Squad this weekend. Yeah, see that? I guess if you want to. Yeah. Go for it. Anyways. Uh, Anyways. What else we got? Um. So yeah, uh, I had in the news here that Suicide Squad was uh, reviewing quite poorly. Well, I don't know. It seemed mixed from what I saw. Yeah, you're gonna. From what I've read is you're gonna love Margot Ruby, you're gonna love Will Smith. He's back in rare form, and you're gonna love Jared Leto. Rare for form, rare. Oh, I thought for a second that Will Smith transformed to werewolf. No, and you're gonna love Jared Leto <laughs> for the sparse mounts he is actually in it. Okay. But other than that, everyone else kind of just blends together in like, like weird yeah. superhero. Yeah, I read a synopsis, like a spoilery synopsis of that movie. I think I think you were in the room when I said this too. I was like. I just read this thing and none of this made any sense. I don't know who any of these characters are. I don't know anything that happens to them. I'm like just reading the plot of this movie and I'm like, ah, I have already lost. I have no, like, I got three seconds the sentences in and I had no idea. So this is clearly not for me. Okay, it's clearly not for you. <laughs> no. Alright, uh, let's move on then. Alright, so let's talk about Sony. Let's talk about Sony. Let's talk about Sony and how, um,. They're kind of at a loss here. Aren't they always? Yes, uh, not only in terms of ideas, but also in terms of cash. Yeah. Yeah. So Sony uh, just reported a $103 million loss. Ugh. No thanks in part to uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, don't remind me. Yep. Uh, group Y, the company is down $205 million. 
74% down from the same time last year. So, do you think they just need to maybe rein in their budgets? Yeah, just a bit. Like, I mean, I said the Rain last in... two weeks in a row. Yep. That Act 3 didn't have to be so crazy. Yep. They could have done so much of a tighter budget on that movie, and it would have been just as good. I loved that movie, but man, was a lot of it. A lot of the effects are necessary. Oh, no, that 74% is Sony for the whole company. I know. Movies, uh, technology, everything. I, I mean, maybe their hope... I mean, there's there's some bright spots there in that company. I think that... Um, I think that this will be an interesting fall uh, where they potentially launch that PlayStation Neo. Try and get Generation uh, and Buzz. Yeah. And get their stock up. More hardware sales will be good. I think... Uh, yeah, a good word of mouth will help. Funny enough you say that because um, all this uh, loss is actually being offset by the strong performance of the PS4 console. Really? Yeah. Okay. PS4 is selling so well wow. that it's allowing Sony to stay afloat. <laughs> that's good, I guess. Well, good for their gaming division. I'm glad yeah. that's working out. It's the fine. only thing that's like in the positive well, for Sony. I feel like this was Microsoft three years ago. I feel like we had, well, not us, but somebody had this conversation about Microsoft just uh, where 360 was keeping them up. Yeah, it was. <laughs> last, last generation. Funny how things change. Yeah. <laughs> Fancy that. Fancy that. Maybe they should bring back their computer division. Yeah. Vizio. Or, Vizios? No. Yeah, Vios. Uh, Vios. Vizios. <laughs> I've just. I've, I've, too, I've been working too much this week. Yep. Sorry, anyways. Anyways. Uh, moving on. Let's talk about. Uh, oh. So remember how last week I had the slip of the tongue and mentioned Luke Benson for some reason? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I found out why. <laughs> okay, what's up with Luke Benson? Luke Benson was just found guilty of plagiarism. You know who sucks? Luke, Luke Benson. Benson. Sorry, I kind of didn't, I don't like any of his movies. Oh. You know what sucks? Lucy with Scarlett Johansson. Yep. Screw that movie. Well, <laughs> what about his movie Lockout? <laughs> Oh, this is the plagiarism one. I saw this. Yes. So <laughs> I didn't see the movie, movie, but I saw this yes. story. His movie Lockout uh, and John Carpenter's movie Escape from New York <laughs> are basically the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so a uh, Paris court has ordered um, Luke Besson to pay $2.4 million. So you're telling me that Luke Besson stole someone else's idea for a movie? Yes. Wow. And now he has to pay $2.4 million That's it. amazing. It's like the first time this has happened or something. Yeah. Not. <laughs> Lucy is basically limitless. I'm just putting that out yeah. there. Anyways. <laughs> I can see that. I'm sorry. I just, I don't like him. <laughs> well, um, this could actually hurt into his uh, next project, actually, which is called <laughs> Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Oh, God. Which Count is due out, out. Next, next summer. <laughs> Just the name of that thing sounds painful. It might sound painful, but apparently... Isn't Valerian like that, that root that makes you fall asleep? Valerian uh, root? Is that what it is? Yeah. Valerian I, don't, root. I don't know Valerian steel is in Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, Valer Valerian root. It puts you to sleep. Okay. Just like this movie probably will. <laughs> well, apparently it had good reception at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. For the ten people they probably showed it to. I was to. Say, probably preaching to the choir over there. Yeah. <laughs> and lastly, in movie news... Yes, uh, I saw the this one, as well. The one that hurts the most... I don't know. Uh, Might be a good thing. 
It could be a good thing. Uh, so, in order to not upset fans at Comic Con, <laughs> they decided to release this news, hush hush, the week after the week during Suicide Squad. Uh-huh. So Marvel has decided, after all, that it will not do Infinity Wars Part One and Two. Yeah. Instead, uh, Avengers will have Infinity Wars. That's what's just going to be called, Infinity War. And then a second Avengers movie as yet untitled. Both will still be directed by the Russo brothers, though. Okay. I don't know. This sounds like great, great news to me. You don't get the bloat of what a movie that was split into two parts would have been. You get a very tightly packed thing, which yeah. is always good for these movies. And you get another Avengers movie directed by the director who you'd want on these mo- directors you'd want on these movies. Yeah, after seeing how tightly packed uh, Civil War was, mm-hmm. and how concise everything was there, and able to wrap everything up, and how good it was, how good it was, we I want think, that. Yes, this yeah. is probably a good move. Yeah, no, I mean this makes sense because yeah. we, uh, this is kind of a follow up to uh, uh, probably a over a month ago when we reported that uh, one of the D- one of the Marvel guys was saying like as much. It's like, oh yeah, we're gonna we're figuring out what we're gonna do with this movie. We're not sure with these movies. We're not sure mm-hmm. yet. We'll have uh, something to announce later, but it'll be different. Yep. Sure enough, this is that different. This is that different. Yeah, which is good. I, I think this is good news. Yep. So we will get um, Thanos, and he will appear in the first Avengers movie. Uh, do note that the dates have not changed. They're still going to do uh, the first uh, Infinity War uh-huh. on May the 4th, yeah. 2018. Oh. And then the next, then one year May later... 4th. Yes. May 4th. May 4th. Yes. And then one year later, on May 3rd, 2019, they'll have another Avengers movie. Okay. But what could it be? Uh, I don't know. Civil War 2. Civil Jeez. War 2 Electric Boogaloo? Well, isn't there a Civil War 2 happening in the comics right now? Uh, yes. So, why don't they just do that? Well, because <laughs> prior to that happening, they had uh, the Convergence happening. Okay, let's do that. I, I know nothing about comics. <laughs> okay, if we're gonna do the convergence, you have to talk with Fox and Sony and oh, get yeah, huh? all the properties together. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Never mind. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, just make an entire movie where that where they're at that shawarma place. <laughs> Let's do that. I'm in. Just a day of the shawarma. Yeah, day of the shawarma. Avengers four, the day of the shawarma. shawarma. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. What else? Right. Um, that's it. I have for that's movies. It for movies. That's it for movies. Okay, let's talk about the television. All right, the telly. The telly. Um. Sharknado 4, The yeah. Force Awakens. That happened. That happened last weekend. Yep. Uh, to abysmal ratings, abysmal reviews, <laughs> and overall just played old sucks. So you just, are you saying that the world has fallen out of love in, with Sharknado? I'm saying that it probably will end here. Yeah, we don't need it yep. anymore. I felt like it was silly the first couple times, but if you can't just do that four times, get away with it. Yep. <laughs> No matter how many times you have Tara Reid being eaten by a shark. Or trying to be eaten by a shark. Yeah, basically. Or sharks eating her clothes off in, in all the right places. In front of a green screen. Yep. Yeah, no. I feel like that's just going to go die now. Yep, 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 it's dead. Let's just... Unless they just bring it back no five way. resurrection. No way. Let's, let's not. Let's not. Okay, what all else? Right. Uh, I don't want to talk about commercials right now. Sure. And how we fast okay. forward through them. Uh, I mean, we try. We try. <laughs> yes. But uh, this week, TNT announced that it will continue 
to have fewer commercials during its first original run programming. Okay. Which which worked very well for them during uh, Animal Kingdom. Okay. Apparently people liked that they got, on average, ten minutes more per programming. Remind me what Animal Kingdom was. It was... <laughs> it's Empire, but not Empire. I don't remember what this... Is it about animals? No. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it's, it's the cable version of Empire. Sure. Okay. Move on. Alright. <laughs> I don't uh, need to know what Animal Kingdom is. I like, actually, I think it's funnier than me not knowing <laughs> what Animal Kingdom is. Don't Google that. All you're going to get is stuff about the actual Animal Kingdom. That's why I got TNT on it. Uh, Unless I get blown up. Blown up. <laughs> okay. And uh, so, yes. okay, fewer commercials. Yep, so, yeah, so TNT will have fewer commercials, and so will TBS beginning in... Because Turner. 2018, because Turner. Because Turner. Yep. Meanwhile, on Freeform, uh, they had their uh, Harry Potter Marathon <laughs> sure this past did. weekend. They coincide with the launch of the new uh, book. Yep. Uh, the uh, script adaptation of the um, stage show, uh, Harry Potter, and what is that? The Cursed, the Cursed Child. Child. Yes. No, stop looking up Animal Kingdom. Heroin. I don't care about Animal Kingdom. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so because of that, uh, Freeform, formerly ABC Family, has yep. uh, decided, decided to do another Harry Potter weekend. Sure. And someone who was either bored enough or smart enough, I can't determine which, decided to time uh, commercials via movie runtime. Okay. They determined that for every uh, what do I have here. For every uh, six minutes of commercials being shown, you're only being shown seven minutes of movie time. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yep. I mean that's the rule, right? We we went to we went to school for this. Yes. Isn't there a rule that apparently they have like seven to eight minutes because they believe that's the extent of a person's uh, attention span? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Sad but true. Look it up, guys. <laughs> Why do you think most uh, YouTube videos cap out at five minutes? But here's the interesting thing that that I, I, I have. I'm sure this is going somewhere, but real briefly, I'm yeah. going to bring this up. Good. Here's the interesting thing, though, I have is that if they do change this, though, doesn't that change how television is written? Because television is written with act breaks in, like, in place of where commercials will go. So if the, if the, if the, the, the writers now have to work around different act break structures for different networks, that's going to be harder to write. No, you still write the act break. But if there's fewer commercial breaks... You just, you just write more Wait, into it. Are there fewer it, commercial story. breaks or are there fewer commercials? Fewer commercials. Okay, well, didn't I didn't know necessarily, because that could mean either. The, the term fewer commercials could mean either of those things. And so I didn't know. Fewer commercials means fewer commercials in between during the breaks. During the existing breaks. Yes, during the existing breaks. So instead of having six minutes of commercials, you're saying it would be like four minutes of commercials yes. and then back to the show. Yes. Okay. In total, you'll get about ten minutes more per content. Well, that, okay, that's okay. And they wouldn't, uh, I was just saying, if there were fewer breaks, they would have to write around that. But Okay. You mean like extend scenes? Yeah, extend acts. No. You'd no. have fewer acts. No, you'd have more content. That's yes. why people are... You have more context with fewer acts, because yes. the act breaks in television only happen when there's need for it. Right. So there would be fewer acts in a TV show, which would change the structure. But this is saying that if there are just fewer fewer ads in the same amount of breaks, then that's different. I just wanted to clarify. Okay. 
Yes. Okay. Okay, we're good. <laughs> oh, that's that's all I was going with it. Oh, there's there, this was going anywhere. No, no, that was it. Just just comparing okay. contrasting of okay. fewer commercial breaks with equal time. So, uh, how do you feel about commercials in 2016? I feel of two minds about them. I feel like there can be good commercials. I do enjoy watching the occasional commercials. Sometimes it's actually refreshing to watch a uh, program with commercials because it kind of gives me like, oh, this is what everybody's watching right now. I feel like kind of a zeitgeisty kind of thing about it. And I think that that's something that I'm missing a lot because of when we skip through stuff. Uh, I, I like commercials that immediately follow or immediately precede because you're able to tell the audience, hey, this is what else we have in that you can watch on our channel. Oh, so you like network ads. I like network ads. Where it's like, oh, look at this other show. Yes. This is the show that's coming up next. Yes. Kind of stuff. See, see yeah, like, I get that. I like network ads. I, I'm okay with uh, product ads. I just feel that product ads in general are lame. They're, they're not interesting. Which is why I like uh, watching the end of the year. Because the world's greatest commercials. Uh, so you get to kind of get filled in on all those. Yes, where I can skip all the shitty commercials to get to the top ten good commercials. Sure, I guess. Year. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I feel like there's a certain charm to bad commercials sometimes. I don't know. I like at least knowing about them. I like at least seeing ads at least once so that way I can be like, oh, huh, that was, that was, a, that was an interesting ad. Like, oh, this is where they're yes, going with this yes, campaign Yes, I now. like seeing them once. I'm fascinated with advertising because I'm fascinated with advertising campaigns. Yes. I think it's interesting how they evolve and change over time. Mm-hmm. Like, last night I was on the Wikipedia article for Wendy's. Oh, they went from <laughs> the girl to the guy and the guy to the girl? Yeah, it's like their 2000s ad campaign, like the, the roller coaster is super fascinating. Because Dave yep. Thomas dies and they have no idea what to do. Yes. Because Dave Thomas was in 800 of their freaking uh, ads. Like, the, the most ads for a uh, founder of a company ever right? to be in. And then they had to basically replace him. They had no idea what to do. So they were just, like, trying all sorts of weird, crazy campaigns for, like, the next four years until they finally figured out, oh, what about this redhead lady? You know, so the actual the redhead face lady. of Wendy's? Well, no, that's the thing, is the redhead lady is not Wendy. They did, however, right before the redhead no, no, lady, no, no, no. use actual Wendy in, like, a, a really brief campaign. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Wendy Thomas, Dave's daughter, who's the, the, the franchise is named after, was actually in a series of ads. I remember those. But they tested lower than the red, young redhead lady, so they stuck with the young redhead lady. Because testing. But that's not Wendy. <laughs> it's just crazy to me. They never say she's Wendy. No, that's what I'm saying. People <laughs> think she's Wendy. I've talked to people, and they're like, oh, that's Wendy, because they just think red hair, Wendy's commercial, and she's automatically Wendy. They're like, no, that's not Wendy. Wendy's the other lady. Anyways, that's a tangent. <laughs> commercials are cool. I don't know. I like them. I like first run commercials, which is why I like Super Bowl commercials. I don't like when you're stream when you watch something streaming. And you see the same commercial yes. over and over and over I and over. I hate web. I hate web ads. Yes. I think television ads are fine. I hate web ads because yes. I don't want to see the same thing, like you're saying, over and over and over again in front of my YouTube videos. Yep. That drives me crazy. Or Hulu ads. Hulu ads were the worst. Yes. The same freaking ads every single single time. Or FX Now. They would be ten times louder too. Yes. Yeah. Especially For some reason. The truth one. Yeah. Oh my god. That that period of time there. Or what was that one ad that kept showing up with the um, the car, the the Fast and Furious ride? And, uh, yes, oh my God. it was the, the Universal. 
fat, you, yes, with frickin' Rita Ora yelling at us. I hated that thing. Sorry. Anyways. It's the second week, by the way, we brought up Rita Ora. Oh, yes. Also, <laughs> um, I'm just gonna throw this out there. Record. Uh, because television, and because we need a break. Okay. Um, football returns this weekend! Oh, uh, preseason starts. Uh, well, no, Hall of Fame game oh, starts this weekend. Hall of Fame game. Yep. Uh, we can see, uh, not the Indianapolis Colts and not the Green Bay Packers play each other. Oh, okay. Because they don't want to get injured before the actual season. Smart. Very smart. Yep. Also, uh, for those of you who are season ticket holders, your tickets went out today. Oh, weird. Yeah. There they are. There they are. Los Angeles Rams. Yep. Season Great tickets. See they are. It's happening. Well, yeah, you see the home team, home team, home team, yeah. home team. Wow. Yep. We're home. Yep. Okay. okay. Um, wow, we need to move break. on. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, speaking of um, commercials. You weren't done, turns well, out. No, no, I'm done with that, but let's talk about NBC <laughs> okay, and commercials. Uh, um, does anybody remember anything on NBC besides commercials? Yes. Aha! <laughs> so, Alan, so uh, Alan Wurzel, yes, sounds like pretzel, mm, Wurzel, NBC's president of research and media development, yes, that's an actual title. Dude, I want that job. Uh, has reported that nearly half of viewers say they will wait until they hear good things about a show before they'll start watching it. Actually, yeah. Dude. Just, that's probably been the case for the existence of television. <laughs> but all right. Uh, here's the other uh, <laughs> findings that he uh, protruded. Okay. Well, tell me more, Captain Obvious. 57% of people were more likely to tune into new episodes if they had easy access to previous seasons. He really is ca- ca- Captain Obvious, isn't he? Yes. Wow. Okay. Um, yes. This is what we Context all call binging. Binge-watching. Yes. <laughs> This is this is this is true. All yes. right. Does he have a point? Yes. Uh, uh, this means that NBC will most likely start uh, on their web or, site, or website, or some <laughs> online streaming service, or on their web, or on Hulu. On allow web. access to past seasons. Finally, you know, so you can binge watch it Does and it, catch up for the new season, so you Netflix can tune in that? live. Isn't Netflix already that? I mean, the only and shows Hulu? that anybody cares about are already on Netflix from NBC, right? You mean Hulu? Where Hulu, where NBC has 30% stake in Hulu? Or both. Or both? The, the, there are three shows yes. that matter are already on Netflix. Yep. That's 30 Rock, Parks and Rec, and Seinfeld. Yes. Well, also Friends. No, 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 Friends. Seinfeld's on Hulu. Oh, Seinfeld's on Hulu, whatever. Same yes. Deal. Same thing. Anyway. Oh, and The West Wing. Yeah, so it's like, I feel like all their classic shows are already available. No, but new shows. Oh, so they're basically arguing, like, newer shows. Yes. That are, they're say, arguing that premiering season yes. two. Like, for example, if you want to catch up on, uh, was was that shopping show? Uh, Super, Superstore. Superstore? Yes. <laughs> if you wanted to watch the entire season yeah, one of Superstore before season two premieres, probably in two months. Yeah. Uh, you could do, this is basically going to give you an option for that. Right. Okay, sure. So if you want to get your America Ferrera on. But Hulu will only mm-hmm. allow certain episodes right now. Okay. So if you want to watch, yeah. say you want to go back and watch something that's already mid-season, Hulu will only do like the past five episodes. Right, exactly. So they they do that with like all their Disney shows right now. They have to put a bit more extensive backlog Yes. 
Okay. So that's what the, that's what uh, Alan here is saying that okay. if you have extensive backlog so, and people like your show so much, they'll go back and watch all the seasons and binge watch everything to catch up for the new season. So did this guy wake up in a coma from nineteen <laughs> uh, from two thousand nine? Is that what happened? I think so. Okay, got it. All right. I mean, that's why I have it. It's like binge watching. Duh. <laughs> it's like yeah. It's like I don't know it's where like, he was for the last five years, but okay. Cool. It took a, Glad to see him on board. He was sitting back counting his money as he was, as once he was handed the title, president of research and media development. He's like, you think he'd be better huh. at doing research and development? It takes five years to research something. I guess so. It really does to make it a habit, right? Isn't yep. That, isn't that the saying? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> what else do we got? Uh, oh, uh, speaking of Hulu. I, we were. Yeah, I'm going to skip the Olympics and go to that later. Yeah, um, that's going to be a whole thing. Yep. Speaking of Hulu, <laughs> um, Time Warner Cable. Okay. And specifically Time Warner. Yeah. Um, the last holdout of the major networks has finally joined the Hulu family. What do you know? Yeah. Now, when you say this, you mean that the networks that are owned by Time Warner, such yes. as the CW. Yeah, CW... Okay. TNT, TBS, uh, Turner Classic. The movies. Turner Library. Yes. Uh, Time Warner has acquired a 10% stake in Hulu for, drumroll please, Matt, give me a, an estimate. A 10% stake in Hulu. 10% stake in Hulu. What would you, worth, uh, what would that be worth to you? God, I don't know. 800 million. Oh, you overshot it. Oh. I didn't think you'd do that. Okay. All right. <laughs> I really didn't think you'd overshoot. What was it? Uh... $583 million. Wow. That was awesome. 10% stake. I, I was thinking about 500 but I was like, no, I feel like maybe Hulu's worth more. Okay, maybe it's not. All right. Well, this puts Hulu uh, worth $6 billion. There it is. Yeah, that's how much I thought it was. Okay. Yeah. So 10% of that would be about $600 million. Yeah, Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. Uh, so, Time Warner joins existing owners of Disney. Yep. Uh, 21st Century Fox. Yep. And Comcast, NBC Comcast. Right. Each of which own 30%. Here comes yeah. all Time Warner owning the other 10. Do you think Time Warner was the holdout because Comcast was in there? I believe so. And they, you know, cable don't do business with cable? Yep. Yeah. I believe so. Also, uh, CW does have its own. Yeah, they have uh, their own app streaming thing app? that they do. Yes. But then again, so does everybody else. Yes, well, this leaves the only <laughs> other major holdout being Viacom. Yeah, but there, there's no reason because they're CBS. Right. <laughs> CBS makes enough money just by being CBS at this point that they don't really need to go through these other avenues. Yep. And as part of the investment, Turner, or Time Warner, Turner Warner. They're the same company. Yeah. Uh, will bring its cable networks to Hulu, uh, to Hulu's live streaming TV service, set to launch next year, 2017. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. That's smart to do. I mean, that's one of the things that brought us to PlayStation View. So, yep. yeah, Hulu's smart to do that. Differentiate yep. themselves from Netflix so that way they can carve out their own niche as opposed to just being the little child, which is what a lot of people see them as. Yep. Yep. Uh, apparently, one of the major holdouts was that Time Warner wanted people to have a, sub a cable subscription as well in order to access Hulu. Right, which is not necessary on Hulu. Right, mm -hmm. which I think is what they cut from the deal because I have this um, blurb from way back in like March when yeah. I first heard about this these talks that um, 
Got this bundle with Hulu. Uh, where is it? Uh, let's see. A uh, deal could mean the end of next day streaming. If they had gotten their if way. they had gotten their way, and in yes. this case, Hulu was able to be like, "Hey, join everybody else, you losers." Yep. <laughs> do it. Do it our way, or don't do it at all. Yep. Well, good for them. Uh, that would be good for the yep. people. The yep. So, people which means uh, Hulu will be getting ch- uh, shows from TNT, TBS, CNN, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, Chew TV, Boomerang. And Turner Classic Movies. It'll be interesting to see how much of the Cartoon Network stuff actually goes over, seeing as that they had that little tiny deal with Netflix. Yep. Uh, so, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, they will be available live and on demand on Hulu's uh, live streaming. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. If, they, if they're getting into this live business, then yeah, everybody who signs up is probably going to have to do the contract for both at this point, right? Do you think uh, Hulu ups their premium when they go live service? Absolutely. To what? Well, to what would you put? I think they need... What's the... I, I think they're already higher than Netflix for the ad-free... Right, ad-free ad right? like was 13 like 13 bucks. 13 bucks a month? Yeah. I'd say they go in even 15 for the uh, for the whole experience. So for an extra $2, you get live streaming. Because you have to remember, the big the big kahuna price-wise is still Amazon. Right. So I don't think they have any reason why not, like not to go up. If they're basically if they if they do a good job of advertising enough that this is a unique enough experience for Netflix, I think they can get that extra five bucks. Okay. I don't think it, I don't think fifteen is too far off. I say yeah, we have three three uh, Hulu tiers now. Then you have the nine ninety nine, you have the thirteen, you have. The, do you think they keep nine ninety nine? I think they do. I think you keep that nine ninety nine for the people who just want the like new episodes of something. You keep the thirteen for the people who want the ad free experience. And you give the 15 only to the people who are going to want it live television. Because I think live television is more niche than we think it is. I think so, too. Would you would you see it ever going up to 19.99 to start? No. no. 20 bucks a month? I think 20 bucks a month. I, at least from a consumer point of view, I see it's 20 bucks a month too much. Okay. Regardless of what you're talking about. Considering Netflix is still at, the, at yeah. 10? Considering that Netflix is still at 10, if you go to 20, you're, you're, you, you, uh, do the, you do a title. Uh, you outprice yourself? Yes. You do a title. You're basically saying like, oh, look how great we are. We're so great. We're twice as much as the competitor. As soon as you do that, you price yourself out of competition. But considering they have these four titans of TV. No. Still not. Still not. Plus, title has Jay-Z, Kanye West, Beyonce, you name them. A title has all these names behind it. Names are not enough. Neither is content. Okay. People get title free trials to listen to the new thing and then drop it. <laughs> That's not what Hulu should do. So no, I think they're they're crazy if they do the nineteen ninety nine. Okay. So you think fifteen fifteen is the sweet spot. So fourteen ninety nine? Yeah. Or fifteen ninety nine? Fourteen ninety nine. Well fifteen ninety nine. No. That's sixteen. That's sixteen? No. I work in retail now. I do quotes, Mike. Okay. I do quotes. All right. You always do the 99 under. Yeah, 99 you don't under? Quote a, you don't quote even prices. You quote 99s. People like 99. Yes. They think they're saving money. <laughs> but they're wrong. <laughs> they're wrong, <laughs> but they think they're saving money. Yeah. It's the Walmart thing. It's the rollbacks. It's like, this is like 1997? I don't know. You know, that's why they do that, right? Yeah. It's supposed to look cheaper. Anyways. Anyways... <laughs> Um, that's the end. Of, that's uh, so that's all I got for Hulu. Now let's talk about the Olympics. All right, let's do it. Olympics Friday. 
Is that Friday? I believe is opening ceremonies. Uh, for the Olympic Games. Yeah, I think so. Well, uh, I don't. They start Saturday. Oh. Yeah, Friday opening ceremonies. Friday opening ceremonies. Yep. It's happening, guys. Tune in. I'll be watching. That's for sure. Yep. We'll, we'll be watching. Um, so this well, Friday. Too bad. There'll be a lot of this, a lot of Olympics on the television. Yep. Nope, there's summer, summer Olympics. Olympics. The best kind. Yes, where you can see all the legs. All the dudes. All the hairy legs. Hairless. Hairless legs, yes. Hairless legs on both sides, actually. Yes, and the great All swimmer the bodies. Swimmer bodies. Swimmer bodies. Beach, volleyball beach butts. volleyball beach bodies. volleyball butts. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. I'm in. Let's do it. Archery. <laughs> best Olympic sport it happens in the Summer Olympics, and that's archery. I'm going to watch the crap out of some archery. All right, but we need to probably talk about the dark side here. Yes. So uh, we're basically going to talk about... Um, how, how crapped up a place Rio is right now? Well, uh, I think everyone knows about that. <laughs> yes. Um, so, well, since you brought that up, yes. um, how crappy it is, the NBA okay. has officially announced okay. that they will not allow their players to live in such horrid conditions. So, where are they going to... Where? Where are they going to be if they're not going to be in the village? So, both men's and women's U.S. national teams... We'll stay on a cruise ship <laughs> during the Olympics. That's just chilling in port? Yeah, that's just chilling in real port. <laughs> Why doesn't everybody do that? That's brilliant. And weed. Yes. <laughs> that's great. Um, this is great, but I hope you realize that this is not the first time this has happened. Is it? No. Apparently, uh, NBA, uh, the N- U.S. NBA teams... Uh, have not stayed in the Olympic Village since the 1998 games. Oh, man. 1988 games. They're missing out on all the sex. Well, they they, they, <laughs> they room with the women's. Men and women are on the same ship. They're missing out on all the sex. They have all the sex and have <laughs> great giant children who play NBA. Sure. All right. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, and the weed. Why do you keep saying weed? weed? Yes. Okay. And that makes sense. <laughs> well, uh, this is a significant. Well, at least the 1988 date is significant. Okay. Because you know what happened in the following games. In. Uh, in 1992. 92. It's when they officially allowed uh, paid athletes. Oh, right. To be in the games. So that's key. So was, yes. as soon as they started getting pros in there, they, they started s- keeping them away from the village. Yes. <laughs> Got it. So Even if they're... Oh, you, know, you don't have to deal with those people. Yes, we'll put you up in our our own hotel over yeah, here. Yeah, this is a nice yes. place. Uh, wow. Apparently, uh, during the 2000 Athens games yeah. in Greece, they were also on cruise ships then. Okay, so this is not the first time. It's not the first time they're on However, cruise ships. However, from this what is we not understand the about Rio, everybody should just be doing this cruise ship idea because, holy crap, didn't like the Australian government say, like, uh, our team is not staying in there this is unsafe yes <laughs> yeah apparently doctors have visited and said that Ugh. if swimmers are even exposed to the water for oh my God. like three tablespoons of water they will get infected with something jesus yeah that's terrifying yeah, apparently one of the um uh basketball players andrew bogard who plays for i believe it was new zealand's national team okay uh he he tweeted a photo of himself Trying to set up a shower curtain in his room. <laughs> and what happened? He couldn't get it. Oh, okay. That's it? Yeah. 
I saw another one. A reporter uh, uh, took a picture of his his first night in the, the Olympic Village, and it's just this picture of a broken shower head. It says night one, couldn't get sh- a, a twisted shower head. Shower head fell off. Great omen. <laughs> gonna be a great yeah. gonna be a great few weeks so uh if you think uh sochi's was a shit show try to scramble to get Whew. to get done this is gonna be intense yep intense awesome. cool well i'm excited to watch this all fall apart <laughs> you know it's like a pirate keg waiting to explode if I still, right if i still want if i still get to watch archery i'm still i'm still happy <laughs> so i don't care uh archery is best sport this is gonna be great just everyone's going to be, like, complaining during their interviews. Yep. I mean, more than usual. Yes, more than usual. Okay, uh, so it looks like all we have left is the reviews, right? No! No? Uh, back up to the Olympics. Okay. We're going to talk about the other dark side of the Olympics. Okay. Then the Olympic Village. Bob Costas' is... eye. Wait. Well, last time. Yes. Uh, <laughs> NBC, in particular. Okay. So, NBC spends roughly $200 million to broadcast the rights. Sure. Let's just estimate there. That means that they want to have it for prime time because that's right. when they that's want... That's when people watch it. Yes, that's when they watch they it. They know that that's when eyes are on television. Yep. So NBC tried... Uh... Where am I going here? I don't know. Where are you going? Here? Oh, uh, so <laughs> the opening ceremonies. Yeah. So we not only about this. Yeah, it's not only will it be one hour delayed, mm-hmm. but apparently they tried to get uh, Rio... To move the United States in terms of where it's going to be said in order. Uh, no, no, it's it's in order. It always goes Greece, yeah. and then every other Everyone country in alphabetical else, yes, order. Exactly, you don't get to move. Here's the catch, though: <laughs> the alphabetical order is by determined by the native country. Oh, primary by that language. language, right? Yes, so the primary language in is Portuguese. Is Portuguese, which in their case. They say they don't say United States, you being at the end five hundred. They say Estados Unidos. Okay. E, e being towards the front. Sure, yeah. Which which is what you respect. Sure, yeah, it's fine. Well, NBC tried to get tried to get a later entry time for the United States, uh, because people will tune in longer. Waiting for oh, so U.S. They're to concerned come. that everybody's going to watch the U.S. then stop watching. Yes. <laughs> their concern is that they're going to go, Estados Unidos, United States, walk in. Woohoo! TV <laughs> off. They're missing out. The best part of the opening, uh, that's the best part of the opening ceremonies, is seeing all the weird clothes <laughs> that everybody wears when they march in. It's great. Yeah. It's great. And all the terrible things that the freaking announcers say about the other countries. <laughs> Like, weirdly, vaguely racist things. It's great. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's dumb. Yep. Uh, I know, I'm going to watch the whole thing. Oh, yeah, we're going to watch the whole I'm thing. Because I'm crazy. Yep. <laughs> I'm insane. Turns out. However, NBC was successful in getting swimming t- moved to start later for broadcasting purposes. Okay. Well, at least at least there's no... This means that some events will start past midnight. Uh, local time. Local time, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, that doesn't affect us, but... <laughs> nope. Doesn't affect us, but, yeah, sucks for the swimmers, and... Yeah. That's Sorry, guys. Awful. NBC. Yeah. 
You're trying to wrangle this thing into something that you... I get that they spend so much money. How, how far off do you think we're off until this is just a streamed thing? Next uh, next games. Next games? Next summer games? Well, because next summer games are going to be in Tokyo. Yeah. And they're going to have all the technology at their disposal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tokyo, we won't have to worry about this thing being a disaster. They, they have enough yeah. stuff. Not only do they have enough arenas, they got enough technology to house yeah, everyone. Enough technology to broadcast this thing everywhere. I surprised won't be surprised. Yeah. This will be live streamed everywhere yeah. on their own on their own like Olympic app or something. It's just a better way of doing it. Yeah. yeah, it's like NBC needs to realize that. Yeah, it's just this the prime time stuff, the network stuff. No one's watching that. Stuff also, in four years, everyone will do streaming. Like me. Also, in four years, everyone will do live streaming. Well, we think. Well, that's the goal. Yeah, we hope. 4K live streaming. Yeah, uh, waking up when 4K t- TVs are like. An eighth cheaper. Yep. Okay. Uh, That's in four years. Let's finish up for television. Uh, with reviews. Yes. I'll make them brief. I'll make mine brief at least. Well, we we have time. Yeah. We're only an hour into it. Ten o'clock. All right. It's past my bedtime. Old man. Old man, man. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So uh, look, uh, let's talk about uh. Bojack or Last Chance? Uh, let's start with Bojack. I won't take that long. All right, Bojack. So, yeah, I finished Bojack Horseman season three um, last weekend, um, and man, uh, so if you enjoyed the first and second seasons, especially that second season, which was really consistent, really great, a lot of great twists, a lot of new characters, a lot of new character development, this season picks up where that left off, except kind of fizzles out towards the end. So it starts out real strong. Um, there's a lot of real cool uh, parallels to the actual, like, movie industry in Hollywood. BoJack is up for an Oscar. There's a lot of stuff about, like, kind of the what the average Oscar nominee, nominee has to do. Uh, press junkets, uh, interviews, uh, promotional events, parties, you know, the stuff. And it's really interesting to see BoJack do that, go through those things and, and kind of how it also kind of alienates him from his friends again. And that's the key. Again, is the key here, because I felt like towards the end there, they were retreading a lot of the same ground that they went over in the season two. I think there's only so many times we can watch the lead character be alienated from his friends and get back together with his friends, only to be alienated by his friends again. And so I feel like it's just this, by the end of the, the, the very ep- long uh, last episode of the season, I felt like it had happened just one too many times. The good news is, is apparently the creator knows this and has said in interviews that he says that the next season will be a bit of a departure because he does understand that there's only so many times that they can do basically the same structure. Mm-hmm. That being said, uh, when it's strong, it's strong. Uh, one of the best episodes of the entire series is in this season. It's uh, episode four. I won't spoil anything about it, but it's great. Uh, they do some really interesting things. Uh, there's a really crazy twist in the last couple episodes as per the usual for this show um that does kind of throw a wrench into things uh, but yeah we'll have to see what happens next season i thought it was fairly fairly strong but uh not as consistent in the last one but if you enjoy the show and um i definitely do um give it a watch okay that's pretty legit i probably will i, I dropped out of that show yeah i know you did <laughs> i know you wish i hadn't but I can't get past Bull Arnett, so... His character is, yeah, is very... I mean, that's the thing, is that that's the weird part about that show, is that you just have to watch him be an emotional total train wreck the entire time. 
Mm. He's a, like the whole thing is that he is a terrible. I would say person, but he's a horse. Yes, uh, he's a terrible, <laughs> terrible horse. horseman. Horseman. I, I feel like That's the being, idea. For being an animated so. show, it's too real. Yeah, it's too it, real it definitely. Like I love watching it, but after I'm it's done, something. It horrible. And and yeah, this season does that again. Um, and, and that's the thing, though, is that it does it in a way that's actually really well done, and so I'm willing to give it a little bit of leeway for it. But yeah, it's very. It's it still has those emotional lows. Still has those those emotional highs. Still has the great gags. It's something, and uh, yeah, I hope it continues. But I definitely hope they do go in a slightly different direction with at least the BoJack Horseman character next time. Okay. Done. Done. Uh, our next review is Netflix original docu series, Last Chance You. This thing. Speaking yes. of twists. Speaking of twists, <laughs> um, this is a great show in documentary filmmaking. Oh my god! Because <laughs> uh, talk about hey, we just thought we would take take some footage of this, see how it goes, and then by the end of it, being like, holy crap, that was depressing. <laughs> Why did we film all of this? Well, okay, so Last Chance You follows East Mississippi Community College. That's right, Community College, mm-hmm. where... Uh, the, one time fo- the one kind of football that no one talks about. Yep. Uh, <laughs> this is a place where uh, dropouts and kickouts and Last Chance hopes uh, to make it to the NCAA D1 schools or even the NFL. Or even. Um, yep. Just ask uh, Patriots uh, running back. Um, oh, God damn it. Why did I forget his name? Chris was just talking to me all about him. <laughs> uh, Ridley something. Ridley Scott. Yes, Ridley Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. Now plays football. <laughs> I'm going to remember it later in this episode. I'm sure you are. Uh, but yeah, uh, follows uh, e- EMC squared. As I call it, <laughs> yes. Um, has it has it goes into its following season, coming off of back to back national championships. So, needless to say, uh, expectations are extremely high at the beginning of this series. And I think that's what the documentary filmmakers were going for: is hey, we're just get this unknown school, middle of no, a uh, bumfuck nowhere, mm-hmm. population seven hundred, is like. A powerhouse of football. We're going to follow them on their trip to a third national championship for uh, community college. That D whatever. Mm-hmm. And then and things go askew because whenever you start a documentary, it never ends up the way you think it's going to end up. Which, God bless them. I'm glad they did. I'm glad it went that way. I guess so. Yeah, because it made it a lot more interesting. Uh, interesting is one word for it. Yes. Also depressing. Also a lot more depressing, yes. <laughs> because uh, it talks about how these um, football players only care about football. And unfortunately, they are student athletes. Student. Mm-hmm, being the key word. Key word there, athletes. And uh, practically all of them. Would rather not be a part of the yeah. students. It part. seems like the the general vibe of the players, at least the players that they focus on. Yes, because that's one of the things I've, I I kind of, I mean, yes, I understand that documentary. You know, directors only have so much time, 
Yep, you had to focus on But they only player. focused on, like, three or four kids, and I was just like, well, yeah, these are the most depressing kids. What about the rest of the, the team that's like, yeah, we show up to practice, we do our job, we help the team, you know? I'll say that. They only focused on three or four kids that had the most potential to get potential, D1 sure, college. But they just didn't have didn't have the, the drive. Right. No, no. They had the football drive. Yeah. They didn't have the academic That's drive. The thing is that you have to have both. Yes. And they just didn't have both. Anyways, it's only six episodes. Depressing six episodes yeah, as you get towards the like end. It's probably perfect length for that thing. Yeah. I think if it was ten episodes, it would have just felt too repetitive and too but too too sad to finish. Too but, sad to finish. Yeah. Same. Anyways. Okay. Well, Anyways. So watch, I guess, if you like sports documentaries. Yeah, it's, it's a good sports documentary. If you like those ESPN uh, 30 for 30s, actually, yeah. it, it's uh, pretty good. The coach is very interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. It, it's, it's football season. Get you to that football mood. Okay. And lastly, we Because have, we have to. And because <laughs> I told you last week we were going to do yeah, it. Because we had to, and, um, yeah... Yeah, let's talk about this thing. Alright. LeGarrette Blunt! <laughs> yes. LeGarrette Blunt is yes. uh, a grad of EMC Squared. Anyways. Now we, ha- we have to do our uh, our d- due diligence and actually talk about the thing. The thing that everyone that else is talking about. Talk about, unfortunately. Yes. It's called Stranger Things. <sighs> on Netflix. Snore. This big uh, <laughs> 80s, 80s fest. That apparently everyone is enamored with. Okay, okay. Alex has a question. Alex, if you're gonna do that, you gotta come over here and you gotta speak into the mic. When did <laughs> or yell or something? Since when can Winona Ryder act? Uh, uh, since so it never turns out. Apparently, oh, she's, she's really? still. <laughs> yeah, uh, the one episode you saw. Yeah, I think that was the only good one she was in. I was like, whoa. Yeah, wow. she just repeats the same act over and over for eight episodes. And, and that's the problem with th- the show. Yes. It is oh eight episodes God. long. This is the problem. <laughs> it's as if they took two movies, stuck them together, and yet continued to write out the plot for eight episodes. I have a I have a homework assignment for our listener, maybe. I don't even know if we even have one. I listened to it, so let's hit it. Okay, homework assignment, please. Go to our Facebook page. Leave us a message in the comments. About why the hell people are obsessed with this thing. Because I do not get it. It's... I don't get it either. I mean... <laughs> I watched it. And the only time I was watching it... I could think... This is just an E.T. ripoff. It's, it's this is eight, John Carpenter ripoff. It's 80s... It's like 80s yes. Spielberg slash horror movies. How can we put all the like the contrived like cliches in one show? But also... Do... A series of eight episodes and try to have some sort of evolution, plot evolution. And make it look and feel like an 80s movie except, being shot in 2016. Yeah, except, and that all, I do have to say, it does a good job of having the feel of an 80s. Oh, that aesthetic is great. The aesthetic's good. They do a good job with yeah. that. Uh, the, the, fil- the, the film the grain film, on yes. the freaking logo is key. Yes. Um, and the soundtrack is very synthy. It's exactly what you want it to be. But... But the characters don't move. They, I mean, they move physically, but you know what I mean. Like, the characters don't have arcs. They just do the same thing, in and out, 
there's no development at all. I, at least I didn't feel like there was any development. It's just like the plot just crawls, crawls across every single episode of this thing. I don't know. I don't get it. Well, you didn't finish it. No, didn't want to. Well, how far did you get? Like three episodes? I don't know. I think, yeah, I think you had two left after I went to bed. Okay. <laughs> so you got through six of it, and you yeah. were done. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. yeah. That's my main problem with this. Is that it's just way too long. I mean, if it was a movie, sure. I mean, it's shot like it should be. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels just, like it should be. Figured out how to get, and I bet this would have been possible to get this plot because there's not a whole lot. No, into a two-hour movie, they could have just done a two-hour movie. They could have. I don't understand why it's eight hours long. <laughs> well, it's it's because they they combine like three different movies. They combined E.T. Though. Yeah. They combined um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh huh. Yep. And they combined, uh, what's the other one I mentioned? Uh, uh the John Carpenter, one. uh, uh no, no, not Halloween, the other one. <laughs> um, The Thing. Or, is it yeah, the thing? yeah. Well, there's yeah. a little bit of, yeah, there's a little bit of John Carpenter in there. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's like, it's like these guys really like the 80s. That's all I got out of this thing. That's the only thing. It's like, man, these guys really wish it was the 80s still. Yeah. <laughs> it's, they they play the same contrived uh, tropes of the fun. 80s. It's not fun. It's not interesting. It's not. The lead character looks like Shelley Duvall, but a boy. <laughs> oh god! Oh my god! Now you see it. <laughs> yes. That's so funny because my friend who's like obsessed with Shelley Duvall is like. Wait a minute. Wait. Like, wait a minute. Wait. You have a friend obsessed with Shelley Duvall. Obsessed with Shelley Duvall. He put a picture yes. of him when he was younger. Uh huh. Okay. Like, oh, it's like oh. Stranger Things starring me as I was here. Oh my yeah. god! Like a really weird, like, there it is. Yes. There it is. Yes, the uh, sheriff, played by knockoff Jack Nicholson. Oh my god! What is with that guy? And he just, just punches dudes, shoots dudes. I don't know. Yeah. He just gets away with anything. And it's always the government conspiracy. Always. Apparently. There's a and just a okay. writer. Screaming at walls for 15 minutes. Breaking phones. Oh, my God. Watching the lights blink. The kids arguing about being kids. Yep. The, the, the... Let my teen... Ugh. Oh, uh, I like the line uh, that the one kid gave um, to the girl. He basically said that you're a teenager rebelling, doing exactly what a teenager <laughs> should do. You're not being original. <laughs> what do you know? And I was like... Yes, you guys are not being original. You, you tell him. You tell this movie guy in movie. Yes. Or sorry, in show. Whatever. In show. Very. Okay, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I don't know. You're probably already seen it, listener. So uh, you probably don't care about what we have to think about this thing. But we don't get it, I guess is the end. It's like, I don't know. Apparently this works for people. It'll probably get renewed. This will probably return. Yes, they have said that uh, they do have ideas for a season two. However... If you're going to do that, I suggest you'd rather watch Gravity Falls. Yeah. yeah. Watch Gravity Falls. Yeah, that's better. Damn it. Um, okay. But I do um, have to say uh, one last thing about okay. this. Um, the plot, when you think about it, does not make sense. <laughs> are, the, are we spoil? Are, are you going to go okay, into... Here's my spoiler. Here's my one minute spoiler review. Ready? Time me. One minute. Here we go. And, yeah, spoiler. So, the whole plot of this 
ep- of this show is the little boy goes missing, and everyone in the town is trying to find him. And the mom is frantic, saying that the boy's alive, the boy's alive. They show, the government shows up with a dead body, mm-hmm. but it's a stuffed dead body. However, I'm curious how the government knew what this kid looked like <laughs> without having ever met this kid. <laughs> yeah. Also, apparently the monster in this show kidnapped the kid, but didn't eat him. However, the monster kidnapped the friend later on in later episodes and ate her. <laughs> but not the little kid. A lot of little kids survived to the end. Maybe he has It's just very outside. contrived and yeah, very, it's yes. Just, it does whatever it needs to. Yes. Okay. I whatever it needs to for the plot. And it collapses on itself when you analyze it. And it's... Yeah. But most things do. Let's be real. Yeah. Your minute is up. And there's my one minute. Okay. All right. So if you are tuning back in, we are done with spoilers. And we are moving right into with, our Renewed. Yes, we're done with that. Yes. All right. So Renewed is the Netflix series, Flaked. Series. Flaked. Now it's a series. Speaking of Will Arnett. Yep. Is uh, deal? Yep, that's Will Arnett deal. Yeah. yeah, we'll get a season two. I didn't watch that thing. I don't know about what that even is. I don't know. I do care what that is. Yep. Um, HBO is going to renew the Dwayne Johnson series, Ballers. Yeah, okay. That gets a third season. Currently in its second season right now, if you want to check that out. Yeah. Watch uh, Dwayne Johnson go up against Andy Garcia. It's kind of gross. And booty shaking in the rear. That that show makes me feel gross. Uh, Matt, I'll bet you never saw this coming. Okay. American Grit. <laughs> gets a season two. <laughs> wow, good for John Cena. Yeah. Maybe they'll fix everything that was wrong with I it. I feel like, yeah, I feel like we totally, I feel like we totally like, no, there's no way this is coming back. Yeah, wow. unless they did a major, like, rehaul. Well, I hope they do. I hope they do. <laughs> wow. Um, by the way, uh, on NBC, they did the Spartan race. Yeah. That was better than American Grit. Yeah, I, I we watched, like, a real brief portion of it, and I was like, this is a lot better. I was yeah. like, I'm way, it was way more engaged in yeah, that Yeah, th- there, that was more of a team effort than yeah, uh, whatever American Grit was. Uh, HBO, Real Time with Bill Maher, has been renewed through 2018. Sure. Giving it, making it run through 16 seasons. Yeah, it's reliable for him. I don't see yeah. why not. It's it's cheap, it's easy to make. Yeah, exactly. It's basically let Bill Maher talk to his guests and hilarity yep, ensues. Uh, TNT's show, The Last Ship. The Last Ship. The Last Ship. The Last Ship. We'll get a 13 episode season 4. Might be the end of it. That might be your okay. season finale. Sure. Not canceled yet, but whenever you see a 13-episode run on the series, kind of mean it's going to go towards the end. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, America's Got Talent will be renewed for season 12. Sure, okay. Which means there have been 11 winners of America's Got Talent. <laughs> Can you name me one? No, no, I cannot. <laughs> Yes, the best one, <laughs> Terry Fader. Okay, I have no idea. I have no idea. A USA Suits season seven. Wow! Look at season seven. Holy crap! The show's still on. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And uh, Big Brother will return this fall for CBS. Of course. But not on TV. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the fall season of Big Brother will be exclusive to CBS All Access Streaming Service. This is interesting because 
that show has been on since like 2000. Yeah. So that'll be like the first time in 16 years that there's no fall season of Big Brother. They'll probably do the spring though. 16 years. Yeah. But still going on. They're going to do streaming. Okay. Yep. And uh, finally, the ones that are actually canceled here. Uh, Houdini and Doyle, the Fox oh, show God. that nobody watched or cared. I was going to say, that thing actually, that thing was on. Lasted one season. <laughs> I heard about it. I thought, like, that, wow, that, wow, okay. And lastly, Powers, the oh, that PlayStation, PlayStation Network show. Cancelled after two seasons. Frankly, I was shocked that that even got a second season. Yeah. So I guess good that they got two out. They got two out of it. Because, yeah, I remember when they launched that thing at E3 that one year, and it was super awkward. Yep. It's like, even then, I was like, nobody, nobody, nobody cares. Nobody watches TV on your nobody PlayStation. Nobody cares about this thing. Oh, by the way, uh, Powers, you want to give a brief synopsis of it? Or just uh, like it's that? like superheroes. Well, thing. it's detectives. It's based on a comic. It's like detectives who live in superhero yeah. world. Yeah. Do superhero. Which Good is funny. Concept. Which is funny because there's going to be an NBC show. Right. That, uh, that Powerless. That powerless. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> About know. insurance salesmen who yeah. live in a superhero and world. And that sounds all right, too. It's like the conceptually, the, like the concept is good. Yeah. I just, uh, I don't know. The stuff they showed of that Powers thing just looked kind of lame. Look too dark and greedy for a PlayStation. Yeah, well, that and it's just like also that's such an inopportune way of watching TV. Yep. Having to download or stream from a specific thing like that. Dumb. It's dumb. Yep. And uh, we only have one significant death this uh, this week. Well, I mean, all all well, all deaths are significant, but one that pokes out above the rest is Jerry Doyle, sixty, who was one of the stars on Babylon Five. He was also the host of The Jerry Doyle Show, a political radio talk show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have seasons on here. Uh, 10, 12 seasons, I think? Yeah, it's still going on. Yeah. And, okay, and that's it for that. Okay. Oh, wait, I forgot. Uh, speaking of Stranger Things... Okay. Netflix announced that uh, that soundtrack that you love so much. Well, I didn't say I liked it. I just said it's what it's fit. Okay. <laughs> uh, will be, quote, coming soon uh, to download and purchase. Okay. So they're going to create a soundtrack for... Uh, That's smart. Stranger uh, Things. And that will lead us right into music. All right. So I'm just going to real briefly do the Billboard stuff first. All right. Um, your top 100, a uh, little bit of a shakeup. Uh, Chief Thrills remains your number one song. Yes. Uh, One Dance has actually sunk to number three Ooh. because you have a new number two debut this week, debuting in the top five, Cold Water by Major Lazer featuring Justin Bieber and M.O. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I haven't even heard that. I didn't know what that was. I don't know what that is. Uh, yep, but Major Lazer, he's a producer. He's been around for a few years. Yep, Justin Bieber. Hot right no, now. No surprise right there. Your Billboard 200 uh, is pretty boring. Uh, your number one album is still views by Drake. Still? Debuting at number two is Gucci Mane's Everybody Looking. Uh, the requisite debut in the top five were a new rap record. And uh, rounding up five is number three is 21 Pilots with Blurry Face. Still. Okay. Uh, number four is Anti by Rihanna. Still. And number five, moving up, is a looks like a compilation album called Epic AF. Epic as fuck. <laughs> Uh, so there's your, there's your top five albums okay. this week. That's it for Billboard. Uh, you will get a shape-up shake up next shape week. Up. 
Yep, shake up next week though. No because uh, uh, following story from last week, Frank Ocean. Oh right. Will officially release his. So we were wrong. We thought this was gonna be last Friday. Yes. Surprise release. Not surprise release. It will debut this Friday. Yes. On Apple, Apple Music. Music. Yes, that's the big story here. That apparently the reason why it was not released is because. Apple Music wanted the exclusive rights, Ugh. and he didn't want to give it to them. Yeah, and I don't blame him. This is dumb. Yep. This exclusive rights thing. To quote Kanye West's Twitter rant a couple <laughs> a few days ago, yes. this this is ruining the music industry. Also, Apple should just buy. Yeah, what was it like? Title. Just just write write Jay a check already. Stop acting like you're Steve. Because I believe the quote. Yes. But uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I'll get back to Twenty One Pilots later. Oh. Okay. But um, first off, uh, Pink Floyd. Let's go talk with them. Uh, Pink Floyd is set to release a rarity pack, twenty-seven disc set. Of their that's, early years. That's a, that's a lot of discs. Of their early years. The early years, early years, which would be 1965 to 1972, okay. will include Sid Barrett, Sid Barrett tracks never officially released, as well as the soundtrack recording called The Floyd Holy Grail. What? Yeah. Is the, Wait, if you play that to Monty Python's Holy Grail, will they sync up? No, I think it's the precursor to Jay-Z's Magna Carta <laughs> Holy, Holy Grail. Grail. Do you hold a Samsung phone up to it? Will it react? It's great. It's great. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, speaking of old people, Iggy Pop. <laughs> sure. Yes. Qualifies. Uh, yes, he qualifies as old people. He does. Uh, during his latest episode of his BBC Radio 6 program, Iggy Confidential... That's a thing. Uh, Iggy Pop spent two hours paying tribute to his late friend and Alex's mentor by his spirit, David Bowie. Uh, wherein we played uh, songs or Macross, Bowie's Discovery. Uh, quote, The way I chose them was from memory. I took out a piece of paper and pen and remembered what I liked at different times. Okay. Did I have a weird accent during that? You did. You kind of went into... I guess you're thinking he's British, so yes. I'm going to be British too. I think so. <laughs> All right. Uh, and as he played the different song... Uh, <laughs> I'm doing it again. I don't know. It's so bad, it's barely an accent, so keep going. He discussed his uh, memories of Bowie mm-hmm. as he uh, played sure. the songs. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> Did I really slip into you it? You did. You kind of did. I, I felt like I was, but I thought like, I wasn't. But <laughs> anyway. Like I said, it's so bad, it doesn't really matter. But Alright, yeah. what else do we got? Um, I'm very confused. Go, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm very confused by your news here. I saw Fueled by Ramen, and yes. I'm very confused. <laughs> okay, we'll get, right. <laughs> we'll get to Fueled by Ramen. Um... Right after this uh, short sponsor. That, that's, that's a label I haven't heard uh, like since like 2007, yep. so okay. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> let's talk about it then. Is Paramore, still, is Paramore still signed to Fueled by Ramen? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Is uh, Fallout Boy still signed to Fueled by Ramen? I believe so. But do you know who <laughs> is signed by Fueled by Ramen? I don't know. 
21 pilots. You know what? That makes 100% sense. Well, Pilot, 21 pilots, uh, their song for Suicide Squad, sure. called Heathens, Great. Um, was leaked. Okay. Uh, this happened back in uh, June 15th. But apparently, now Atlantic Records, the parent company, has a lawsuit out, lawsuit out hmm. for Reddit. Oh. Yeah. Here's Whoa. Where, okay. Here's where things get interesting. So Reddit uh, hosted the leak, essentially? Uh, they're suing Reddit for the leak, yes. So prior to June 15th, Atlantic Records had provided access to a digital copy of Heathens, only to a limited number of individuals, including mm-hmm. members of the band, or the three members, their manager, Atlantic Records, and people at Fueled by Ramen Executives. And Haley Williams. As well as members of Atlantic's radio field staff. And, and Haley Williams. And Haley Williams. <laughs> and in each such case, the individual was barred from distributing the record until the scheduled release date of June 24th. However, on June 15th, there was a post on the 21 Pilots subreddit that said, Leak Heathens new 21 pilots right and it was a download it was a direct um link to a download of the new heathen song okay the new song heathens got it by 21 pilots so uh atlantic said that uh, all of its employees were made aware of the pending release and are contractually contractually obligated and or under fiduciary obligation not to mm-hmm. disclose its existence until the 24th Right, uh, a, um, yeah, a, uh, what do you call them? It was, uh, was the term for it when you're not supposed to sit. Yeah, but there's more specific thing for, like, if it's, like, whatever, keep going. Right, I know what you're trying to say, yes. For it, it's, it's a term, uh, like a, a, a three-letter term for NDA. NDA. They couldn't no break the non-disclosure agreement yes. until the certain day that that, that that was due to come out. I and should know that. I have. I signed an NDA. Yeah. You should know this. <laughs> you should know this. Come on. Well, again, this was like two years ago. Okay. Then yes. Yeah. This. Uh, so basically, they're saying they're suing Reddit because it provided a platform on which somebody used yes. uh, to break the NDA for the song. Well, not exactly. So Atlantic is on the warpath right now and suing. Uh, the company, okay. uh, so, in its complaint, the company has asked uh, the New York courts to force Reddit to hand over the information, the IP address included, and everything they know and can get a hold of for the person who uploaded the link to the track. Because, according to the username, it's uh, 21 Pilots called... The username is 21 Pilots Heathens, mm. and it's only th- it's only link or only uh, I guess active post is that one post saying direct link here. Mm. So they're saying it should be easy to track down. It's just one, one person, person, one post, one post. Yeah. So basically, of course, Reddit's not going to help them. No. And they shouldn't because that's kind of a breach of a per, like of an anonymous, you know, some sort of contract thing. Right. And the Reddit contract, because pretty sure they can't just do whatever they want with the user. Even though I'm sure they have a, a way to find it. Yeah. Oh, 100% they do. Yeah. But 
I don't think that they, yeah, I mean, they should respect the privacy of their users. Right, but this is a court order. Yeah, well, 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 that'll be determined, right? Yes. In court. The currently, <laughs> currently, there is a court order, but however, whether this order will be executed or whether Raider will follow through will be another story for another time. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything happens here. I don't think so. I, I think that this just... The wild, woolly world of the internet cannot be tamed by litigation. It can't be tamed? No, I think that Atlantic is just going to have to realize, yes, just like Miley Cyrus, it can't be tamed. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's move on. All right. Uh, moving <laughs> on. Uh, you want to talk about Monster Mouse real quick? Uh, the, the guy from Monster Mouse uh, ran into traffic today. He fell asleep at the wheel. Yep. It's dumb. It's dumb. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Oh, so that whole thing that happened where you crashed into a cop car and then like you drove <laughs> off? Up. Sometimes life's okay. Yeah. Nope. Because <laughs> I, I didn't want to make that joke the third time. Well, it's the first time you're hearing that joke. Fine, fine, okay. Anyways, no, there's not a cop car involved this time. Right. And lastly in music news, yes. we're all Bass Nectar. <laughs> ba- ba- bass Nectar. Bass Nectar. I believe he's Bass Nectar. Well, he is... Well, it's a dumb name either way, so whatever. Yes. All right, so, Bass Nectar. Uh, he had a concert in the middle of uh, Colorado. Um, As you do? Yep. Uh, hit the concert, and I promised a sonic boom and delivered bass, bass tones, bass tones, so loud that people living five miles away could hear the music. Okay. You say bass tones. And they could all... <laughs> not only could they hear the music, they could feel it as their houses were shaking. That sounds terrifying. Yes. So, the people of uh, this small town in Colorado are now wondering why their city hall government gave permission <laughs> to... Fair. To best To bass nectar. Bass nectar. Uh, to have this concert. I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, they never heard of him or didn't know what kind of music he was going to play. But well, now, now everyone's up in arms and saying, this music's too damn loud. So, yeah, Bass Nectar <laughs> is making pe- old people angry. Got it. Yep. <laughs> All right. Last. Lastly, video games. Video games. Ah, uh, video games. So Welcome not back. Whole, not a whole lot this week. Nope. So, uh, let's, so, No Man's Sky, that's releasing this week. Uh, Friday, I believe, on the 6th. Yeah, that yeah. came up quick. Yep. Or Saturday the 6th, Friday the 5th. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, finally it's being released after being delayed. No thanks in part to Sky TV. Right, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, apparently it was not delayed uh, because one gamer who paid $1,300 for a 10-day early release of the game has already beaten it. Oh. Yeah. What? Yep. What the hell? He... Quote, beat the game by uh, finding a glitch in the monetary um, uh, selling. Oh, got it, okay. And was so able to get to the center of the galaxy. So he cheated. In 30 hours. So he cheated. Well, not really. Um, apparently, there was a, there's a mission where you can do to get a high-powered item. Well, it's a, it's a normal item, but it sells for so much mm-hmm. that it's an easy way to get money. To farm it? To farm it. Okay. To get more money. So... 
uh, chances of uh, this being removed or altered for the final release. Day one 100%. patch. 100%. Day one patch. <laughs> okay, well, I yeah. guess that's good then. Because when I first saw that, I was like, oh, God, really? Is it only 30 hours of content? Yeah. Then when you said that, he basically cheated. I was like, oh, okay. oh, yeah. All right, fine. No, apparently he got about two-thirds of the way and then found this out and just did that. Because that's what's scary about this game is it sounds awesome. And it has sounded awesome since it premiered. But I hope there's enough content in it. And yes. I hope it's not just repeating the same stuff over and over again. Um, apparently, it is a lot of repeating. Apparently, it's... From what I'm gathering, it's a lot like Destiny, where you're going to do the same missions or same missions on different planets in terms of farming stuff in order to meld or create items, in order to buy items, mm. upgrade your ship, upgrade your own armor, upgrade your own weapons. Well, at least I hope that those actions are fun and that I will enjoy repeating them then. Because that's the thing, is that that's what kills me on Ubisoft open, open world games. Yep. And so I really, really hope they don't go that, down that direction with this. Yeah. I hope there's enough variety, not only variety, but doing things that are interesting. Yeah, interesting things. Yeah. Perhaps things that are stranger than other things. But not that stranger <laughs> than things. Anyways. Anyways. Video um, games. Video games. <laughs> Galaxy and Turmoil. Wait, Galaxy's in turmoil? It is. Well, I mean, yes, but also there's a game called that? Also, there's a game okay. called... Oh, sorry. There was a game called oh, Galaxy in Turmoil. My bad. Um, it was the unofficial fan release of Star Wars Battlefront 3. Ha! Okay. You that, mean the real Battlefront 3? Yes. Not the game that came out, Star Wars Battlefront, for the current era No, not EA's game. Yes. No. This was a spiritual sequel to the first two Battlefield games. Yes. Yes. Uh, this was Star Wars Battlefront 3 that was shelved despite being nearly completed way right. back when. Right. Well, some of the people who worked on the game got together to create Frontwire Studios and rebuilt the game for the fans, oh. even getting Kickstarter backing and extra funding for it. Huh. LucasArts was totally okay with this. Yeah. Because they worked on the project. They're like, oh, well... Right. If you guys worked on this and you know what's going on and it's going to be a spiritual sequel, I mean, hey, it's more Star Wars for the fans, which is what LucasArts is mainly about, or Lucasfilm. Right. Is that Star Wars is for the fans and of the fans. Mm-hmm. So LucasArts is totally okay with this. But EA, on the other hand, paid a whole bunch of money for that Star Wars property that they're gonna lot, not going to let anyone yep. else use it. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, they so, have the exclusive deal pretty much now because after Disney announced that they're getting out of game development, yep. basically every Star Wars game is a different publisher's game now. And so EA pretty much has the monopoly on it. Yep. EA issued a cease and desist letter, mm -hmm. thus canceling the game altogether. Wow. However, the game uh, will no longer be a spiritual success successor but rather an original game. Uh, Frontwire Studios will be pivoting their game into a new original game set in a never-before-seen universe. Sure. Yeah, it's fine. Basically, It'll they're going to still be it. a stupid sci-fi shooter, though, so count me out. They're just going to reskin it. <laughs> yeah. Count yep. me out. Okay. So look out for uh, Barth later taking out 
I'm taking out uh, Bark later. Bark later, taking out <laughs> Luke, mute uh, mute Y water. <laughs> fly flies water. <laughs> mute flies water. <laughs> totally different. There it is. Plus he's black, so he's totally different. Oh, oh okay. So he's like the Force Awakens then. No. Oh. No, because he's he's not black. No. Okay. He's British. You're British. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, um, couple tiny stories. La- last two stories here. Uh, Kotaku, or rather, someone's leaving Kotaku. Uh, so yeah, it's a little bit of a follow up from that Vice story we uh, we uh, mentioned a couple weeks ago about how Vice was launching a gaming site. A new member has been added to the team. Uh, writer Patrick Klepek, who you may know, uh, he just quit his job writing for Kotaku, broke a, uh, a handful of important stories there, actually. He was the one who broke the story about the uh, PlayStation Neo, actually. That, okay. was, that was his deal. Uh, before that, he worked at Giant Bomb uh, for a few years. Broke stories there, too. Um, and before that, he worked at, uh, briefly on uh, G4 doing X-Play. Uh, he worked briefly for the MTV Multiplayer blog, which was MTV's brief flirtation with video game coverage and um and then b- b- way before any of that he worked at oneup.com an old video is there anything he hasn't site. worked on he wrote for uh egm briefly i believe i believe there was some crossover there uh Yeesh. so yeah yeah he's pretty much been jumping from every possible video game uh writing job possible but it's cool to see him here because i think that'll be a good uh good opportunity to because he's a great journalist he's actually has a really great track record of breaking stories before anybody else does and so, yeah, I think it'll be a good addition to that Vice, whatever that Vice site ends up being. Yeah. Cool. Um, and uh, last blurb last here. Pokemon. Yep, Pokemon released a new trailer. Let's talk about that really, really tall executor. Yes. There is a really, really tall executor. Executor is now tall. And well, also... Only on Alola. Yes, and also Vulpex is now an ice type. Only on Alola. And Sanchu is also an ice type. It kind of looks like a circumcised penis. <laughs> That it's ice steel, yes. <laughs> Although Sand Slash looks badass. Yeah, yeah, yep. the Sand Slash is pretty cool. Yep. I think the Ninetales is pretty cool, too. Yeah. I've um, always liked Ninetales. Sorry, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes. So, the new trailer for Sun and Moon uh, came out, and uh, basically the big reveal was certain Pokemon, certain existing Pokemon, will have new forms that will only, they'll be exclusive to the region of Alola. Um, and this includes, as we mentioned, Executor, Vulpix, Ninetales... Um, uh, Sandshrew and Sandslash, among others that I'm sure are going to be revealed yep. later. Uh, additionally, they announced some new Pokemon, uh, mostly pretty forgettable, except for some weird rock flying thing that has like a creamy center. I guess <laughs> I don't really. <laughs> yeah, they also announced uh, the same bird, but like four different <laughs> forms of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. It's like a different all, bird like, dancing birds, <laughs> slightly different uh, or not bird. I don't remember. What it yeah, was. it's a bird. It was, like some sort of thing that was different on depending on the island that you get and has different types. Yep. But also they announced a big a uh, big mechanic, a new mechanic, which is I guess called a Z move, and so it's basically a special move that your Pokemon can execute once per battle, kind of like a Mega Evolution but in this case, an attack. Um, and I, it involves your actual trainer doing some sort of dance move to initiate it. So uh, I'm sure we'll find out more about that stuff later. But yeah, uh, oh, they also confirmed some of the rumors that had been floating around about the structure of the game. Mm-hmm. There are no gems. Oh, what? Uh, so if you watch the trailer, what, what they're doing is they're replacing gems with a two 
person, like a, basically mini boss and boss on each island. Uh, yeah. So it still ends up being a total of eight people that you're battling. Okay. So it still ends up basically being the same thing. But they're not called gems. They're not called gem battles. It's a, like, I forget what the name was, but basically there's a person who is like, a, like the mini boss, essentially, who you fight. Then there's like a trial that you do, which is kind of like, dun- like a dungeon in like okay. an RPG. And then at the end, you fight like the big, the, the big kahuna. I don't know it's, if it's called actually that. I'm just going with the Hawaiian theme. At the end, who is like the final boss of that island. And so there's two per island. Okay. And there's also, that's also where there's going to be what they refer to as, I think, oh, they use some sort of term for, or totem Pokemon. Oh, yeah. It's also a new mechanic, which is basically a larger, what seems to be just like a larger, like more powerful version of an existing Pokemon on that island that can do something new to the series, which is summon out of nowhere smaller Pokemon. Yes, into a, a sidekick. Yes, which seems kind of a neat idea. I don't know whether you'll be able to catch these totem Pokemon. Or I don't know if they use. will function differently than normal Pokemon. Yes. Or whether it'll just be like a legendary kind of equivalent. I don't know. Uh, there's still a lot of questions we don't know. But at least that could help us fill in a bit of the gaps. That fills in my gap on the gyms. Yeah. Uh, this is starting to sound a lot like Orange Islands. It does. It almost sounds like what they did on the TV show with the Orange Islands. Except better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think this game could be really, really cool. I think some of the things that they're... I think the fact that they're even willing to kind of play around with the structure a little is actually very reminiscent of what Nintendo's been doing with a lot of their franchises lately. Yeah. Starting with, like, uh, it brought me, it made me think a lot about uh, uh, Link Between Worlds for 3DS. Oh, made me think of Wind Waker. Z- uh, yeah, a little bit of Wind Waker, but, like, what they did specifically with uh, Zelda Link Between Worlds on 3DS, where basically they said, uh, we're just going to toss out the structure of the Zelda game and let you go to any dungeon anytime. Right. Oh, yeah, and by the way, items don't run out. You have unlimited bombs that are just a meter you watch. Oh, by the way, when you die, you lose your items, you have to buy them again. It's like stuff like that, like little things you're playing around with the structure. It seems like they're doing that this time yeah. with Pokemon, and I think that's really smart. Hmm. So, yeah, I think this will, these, these will be, I mean, I will certainly play and enjoy these games, yep. basically, I think. Uh, story here, as for everyone else, probably will ignore it and just keep playing Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> But hey, who am I to change? And uh, last bit of news. Yes. Uh, speaking of Pokemon, and more specifically the TV series, <laughs> yeah. um, no even spoilers. though the U.S. version... <laughs> no spoilers, I'm still behind. Yes, even though... No. So the U.S. version of the TV <laughs> series has yet to come across the 8th gym. Yeah. Um, they haven't even got to Snowbell yet. Yep. Uh, <laughs> whereas the Japanese version is going to be closing out its um, yeah. tournament... Almost done. Yep. Uh, relatively soon. Which is crazy when you think about it, because they're going to have a lot of filler until uh, Sun and Moon come out. Yep. <laughs> well, no, because no, 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 they're going to stop. They're not going to... They have to get, get their break oh, until okay. November. All right. No, okay. Yeah. I had forgotten the thing had seasons at this point. Yes. <laughs> I just thought it just going to go. Just, just forever. 24-7 Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, it's, I just assume... But, yeah, but the reason I bring it up is because even though the league will be coming to a close soon, league? there was still the um, Team Flare arc oh, they that to, they have yet to, they have to come across. They have to close the story. Yes, they have to close that whole story <laughs> arc. So, for, okay. so uh, yeah, there's still going to be a whole lot more Pokemon TV series left uh, for you. Okay. I'm, I, I, yeah, I can't wait until we get fully into this Sun and Moon era. Yeah. Sounds great. 
Uh, I'm, I'm waiting for you to watch these uh, finals. Well, when it when it gets to on on television, I'll yes, watch yes, it. these uh, this uh, was it? What are we at? Kalos. Kalos, yes, the Kalos finals um, league. Yeah. They're they're great battles. Okay, cool. uh, that's where that animation budget's going. It's, it's yeah, so Jesus. great. Yeah, they, it's like so much of a better, of like an elite from yep. the previous stuff they've done. And with that, we're going to leap on out of here. going to die. So, yeah, we got to get out. Uh, so, yes, thank you for listening. Next week, we'll be back with another Media Boat podcast. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a review. Uh, we pretty would appreciate it if that happened. Um, uh, go to Facebook. Comment on our page. Check out our news stories. Uh, we're Media Boat Podcast on there. And follow us on Twitter. We're Media Boat Cast. Yep. And that's everything we got to say. All right, cool. Well, uh, that's all I got to say about that. Talk to you guys next week. Uh, Anchor is away. Yep, we're going to see what Suicide Squad's going to do. Oh, God, no. Okay. Yeah, all right, bye. bye.